This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck, and this is Short Stuff. And uh, it's a very solemn edition of Short Stuff, in fact. That's right. Uh, recently in real time and semi-recently in mm-hmm. podcast time, <laughs> uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away on September 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she deserves a full show on her, which we'll get around to Absolutely. soon enough. But she died at 87 uh, from uh, complications from pancreatic cancer. Uh-huh. And after serving for 27, more than 27 years on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. uh, she became the first woman in American history, to lie in state in the U.S. Capitol building. Yeah, I, on Friday, September 25th, like you said, our our time is a little off, but as we're recording now, that's tomorrow. She will be the first woman to ever lie in state. Um, and people will be able to um, visit, and they will hold a, um, uh, a whole ceremony that we'll talk about. Um, and ceremony is the right word because this is a... Uh, uh, it's it's meant to be a very solemn, a very ceremonial occasion where the the nation is basically called to mourn a very important person who gave to the country with all of her might, with with all of her will, with all of her strength. Um, somebody like that is important enough to say, "Hey, as a country, no matter how divided we are, we're going to mourn this person." And that is the entire point of lying in state. That's right. Uh, and, and now I'm confused whether we should talk in past tense or future tense. <laughs> we'll just flip-flop back and forth. It'll be like that so. movie Looper. But she uh, she also will lie in repose at the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. uh, which is a different thing. Um, but lying in state at the Capitol is quite an honor. Uh, the last time it happened was um, Representative John Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, right here from Georgia's 5th District. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was Representative Elijah Cummings. Right. Um, I believe John McCain was only the 13th senator to ever lie in state. So, And he was the last person from Congress to lie in state before Cummings and Lewis, I believe. Yeah, and, and the point here is it's not like any politician that served the country uh, is worthy of this honor, uh, considering McCain was only the 13th senator. Yeah. Uh, um, I think only a handful of... Uh, private citizens, including Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. have ever been honored as such, uh, and that was in 2005. Yeah, and being a uh, private citizen, uh, Rosa Parks lied in um, honor, which is different, as we'll see. But right. l- lying in state is a very distinct honor, um, and it's actually, I don't want to say fairly new, but the first time um, it was done in the United States in the Capitol was July 1st, 1852, um, with Henry Clay, um, who was a congressman from Kentucky and known as the Great Compromiser. And he was honored because he had um, worked basically his entire political life to stave off civil war. Um, he failed posthumously, but during his right. lifetime, he managed to keep it from happening. And so he was the first person to lie in state in the United States Capitol. 
Right. So uh, maybe we should take a break okay. as a little cliffhanger and uh-huh. tell everyone who actually makes the decision on when this happens right after this. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, everybody, if you're building a deck at work and you want to supercharge it, check out Canva presentations. Work docs have been the same for too long, but Canva docs are different. They're visual. They grab readers' attention with images, charts, tables, and videos playable right in the doc. Plus, docs don't have to be just words on a page. You can make your docs pop with Canva docs. That's right. And Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department, whether you work in sales, HR, ops, marketing, and more. Canva presentations can be the solution for you. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, adding images, graphics, charts, data visualizations, all from a massive media library. It's super easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. So start designing today at canva.com, designed for work. That's C-A-N-V-A dot com. All right, so drum roll, please. It's Congress. Nice. I hope there was a hi-hat, too, when you said Congress. Uh, I can't do a hi-hat, although, uh, ironically, I do have a drum set behind me in my basement. <laughs> there you go. Just turn around, Chuck. This is a whole other dimension we're just begging to incorporate here. So Congress has to propose this uh, and approve of this. It could come by resolution, Usually, you don't have to have a resolution. Usually, they can just say, come on, can we just agree on this one thing and not have to have an official vote on this? Right. Congressional leadership just goes, hey, this is what we're going to do, and nobody objects. Um, Man, there's so many political jokes I'm just avoiding right now. But, yes, (laughs) that's exactly what happens for sure. But you said something something before that not not everybody gets – this honor, um, lying in state and lying in honor are basically the same thing. It just depends on whether you're an elected official and whether you're a private citizen. It's much rarer for a private citizen to get it. But the only people who automatically are offered the opportunity to have their remains lie in state at the U.S. Capitol are presidents and ex-presidents. Isn't that right? Is that true? 
Yeah, yeah. So um, Congress can decide, hey, you're significant enough to to lie in state. Um, but it's not automatic. Right, gotcha. right, unless you're a president. Right. Right. So, um, so like you said, Congress has to propose it. And um, when they do, they alert um, this agency called the Architect of the Capitol, which I had not heard of before um, until researching this. Had you? Uh, well, it's a different AOC, that's for sure. Right, yeah, that's what they're known as, is AOC, which I'm sure can be confusing, especially <laughs> when AOC eventually dies uh, in office 50 years from now um, <laughs> and is lying in state when the AOC takes care of AOC's state funeral. That's right. The architect of the Capitol in this case is notified, and basically um, it's sort of like, just like any event that you're going to plan. Um, a lot of cleaning has to happen. They, like, power wash the front of the building. They wax and buff the floors. They want everything to look top-notch. Uh, they, you know, they fabricate uh, a, a wooden stand to hold the casket and polish everything up. And they just, you know, you got to get all the cobwebs out of there for something like this. <laughs> That's right. You know you've arrived when they're power washing the Capitol for your um, your funeral, your viewing, you know? Yeah, and I also wonder what that government contract looks like. Right. So the um the uh the the stand that they put your coffin on, sometimes they um construct them for sure, but they also have one. Those things are called um catafalques. And a the, a catafalque is just that. It's a decorative ornamental stand that a coffin is resting on. And so when you see um images of somebody lying in state, look at what their coffin's on. And if they're a president, there's a really good chance that that's a pine catafalque that was first built to hold Lincoln's remains uh, in 1865, which, my goodness, I can't imagine too many higher honors than being placed, having your coffin placed on the catafalque that was originally constructed for Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, what I'm curious about is um, if the wishes of the person or the president is to be cremated mm -hmm. post-haste, what they do. I, I don't know. I would guess that they would probably revise the, you know, build a different catafalque right. or, you know, whatever. I would hope that they would they would um, acknowledge it, the dying person's who is lying in state's final wish, no matter what it is. Um, but I think you have to. You would think so. But the the I would guess that they would do that for sure. Um, they would just adjust their their. Um, their mo basically, but they the the thing is is you can also say I don't want to lie in state in any form, whether cremated or anything like that. Or your family can say that. And in fact, Truman's family and Nixon's family both declined the honor of lying of having the the remains of those former presidents lying in state in the Capitol. And instead, I know Nixon for sure was just lying in repose in his library in Yorba Linda. And the only difference between lying in repose and lying in state is whether you're basically on public display as part of a state funeral or not. If it's part right. of a state funeral, you're lying in state. If it's not, you're lying in repose. And so um, Justice uh, Rehnquist's um, family also declined the offer. And instead, he lay in repose at, in the Supreme Court building. That's right. And I don't think we mentioned this all takes place at the rotunda. Right. Uh, that's the floor they're buffing and shining up. Um, there's obviously got to be a spot for media. Uh, they set up these risers because there is an actual ceremony uh, hosted by congressional leadership. And, you know, you've got to have all the 
just the nuts and bolts in place, the lighting and the microphones. And uh, like I said, it's like any other event. They just want it to go down very smoothly and very respectfully. Yeah. And uh, by all accounts, very cleanly. Yeah, <laughs> power washed and everything, right? So there was this anthropologist that this House of Works article um, interviewed, and um, her name is Shannon Lee Doughty. And she is an anthropologist at University of Chicago, and she puts this really beautifully. She said that, that ceremonies like laying in state, lying in state, um, are meant to embalm an idea that basically this person, especially upon their death, becomes like this electrified, um, concentrated uh, reminder of national spirit of, you know, America itself, of um, all of the things that are good about America, that, that like their work and life and everything they did, especially in death when people, you know, forget about everything else and really focus on the good things that the person did, that those good things are really about pushing the country forward or keeping the country in a good good state. And that that's one of the, the reasons, the main reason for, for lying in state is to really just kind of say, hey, everybody, just let's remember all this. Let's f- focus on that. To embalm an idea, I thought that was a really good way to put it. Yeah, to unite the country for four to 12 hours. Tops. Tops. I know that's a cynical view, but that's kind of the truth. <laughs> yeah. Cyn- cynicism and um, rationalism are basically interchangeable these days, it feels like. Ooh, that's a good quote, too. Thanks, Chuck. I appreciate that. Um, you got anything else about lying in state? I got nothing else. I look forward to doing so myself. Yeah, me too. I'll be sitting there weeping over your casket, wailing for days on end, Chuck. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, Well, that's it for us. That's it for Lying in State. That's it for Short Stuff. Short Stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 